Greetings. I'm Curtis Joseph. This is In Depth. I live in a society full of paranoia. In suburbia, mid-downtown, and the downtown proper. Why is this the case? Has this been an experiences that you have had in your life? When you shop, when you're sitting on a bus, train, you're driving in your car, and you happen to look to the side and you know someone's looking at you, strangely. It's not a look of curiosity, it's just like a state of just, hey, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Did you notice? Now, as much as that can be lapped off and you go about your way and they go about theirs, let's put ourselves in a moment of when we're most vulnerable, when we're surrounded by people, especially when we shop. You're standing in the line, you're minding your own affairs, you have your items, you're ready to go, and you're at a store that doesn't have automated checkouts where you don't have to worry about standing behind a person or people behind you waiting, and you can just go to the machine, scan your items, deposit your coins or bills or swipe your card, do a quick transaction, and you're on your way. But when you're in lineups that don't, or better yet, you're not in stores that have this type of technology as of yet, but will soon have, and you're standing in line and you get a particular individual staring at you, often a case based on your life experience, you will have choices within the, those minute, uh, well, I'll say seconds or so to decide how you're going to react to it. Will you just shrug it off and ignore it as just a typical thing that other people just do? Or you'll react to it in a sense of like, and if it's especially if it's invading your space and you find them to be doing what they do, nonsensical, you may call them out on it. Now, I know in myself, I've had to do this when it was necessary to. Now, most people that would hear this would say, well, you just should be ignoring it. There's only so much you can ignore. And you've got to, at times, put people in their place when it's called for, when you're seeing something that's very nonsensical to you, and it's also nonsensical to them. And you can read it completely, that it's what they're doing is an, a false state of paranoia. They're worried about something that's completely unfounded, unwarranted, but yet they could be having you already in a box, stereotyping you, and they don't know where you came from in life. They don't know your path of life, the, uh, the, the path of life that you are walking on. But they'll look, they'll look back, and then they'll decide to basically shift their body to get a better angle of view of you. In their uh, from their peripheral vision then to look at you then glance at the line to see how quickly the line is moving ahead of them so they can get out of that space that they don't want to be cohabitating with you this is where I find it weird where justly so if you, paranoia is justified when you're worried about your own personal safety and there are people that will be shifty around you and your intuition and the red flags go up and yes that's justifiable but when it's not justified and it's just completely unfounded and unwarranted and people are doing it they put you they put you in a box and it's like you are aware that they put you in a box but that's them seeding their power of fear upon you 
to make you to include you into their I would say energy of you know to make it almost I wouldn't say host, host, um, hostile but one could take it like that if they can uh, contribute to it based on their perception of it but that being said our society doesn't have to be paranoid in the unwarranted means but it is so this happens to every one of us whether we are aware of it or we're not aware of it often at times when we're aware of it yes we look at it strangely and we tell our friends our family members this odd situation that happened out of our day and they will say that basically you, you should have ignored it well when it's unwarranted there has to be at times not always at times and you can call it in a serendipitous fashion um, a coincidental situation whatever but the point is what I'm making is that when it does call for you to call these people out you have to because they have ceded their power towards you in their fear and paranoia where it's completely unwarranted so when you're often standing in line and someone's looking at you back whether it's a man or a woman um, all, all of us give a pass on children because children are so un, are unedited they're not jaded they're not they're not um, criticizing you they're not critical they're just looking at you with curiosity wondering like who are you who are you you know and when it comes to adults and they have a life built history of being jaded critical yes there's critical thinking critical thinking is important but when they're criticizing you in that moment within their mind and looking at you as if you've done harm to them when there's no effect that's done harm but they're projecting that fear and that paranoia actually fine they're they're one and the same one is enough is is uh attributes to the other paranoia being the main state and fear comes within that or basically let me change that fear is the main state and paranoia is a sub directory or, or part of a tree if you can imagine a branch of a tree that's that's on a sub level so when it's often known and i know this is that there's only two true emotions in this world love and fear often fear rises so much in our world when it's greatly unfounded uh when it comes to the situation or situations that I've just explained. And I find it funny that basically when these situations arise, and it's like I said, it's not often when it happens to me, but if it does happen to you, yeah, you have the right to call people out in in those small moments of time when it's necessary, when it's unwarranted. Because when they do it, it's very strange. It's the fact is like like it's it's almost like you're like saying what in the world are they thinking in those seconds to make it minute that they're doing this it's like hello focus on what you're doing you're shopping you're turning you're looking at me and like i i don't discriminate man or woman adult you're mature how would it how is it in your life experience that someone you've never met that you need to be in fear of them but the what keep what what's keeping them in the fear of it or what's placing them in the fear of it or where they're getting that judgment to be in that fear is based on stereotypes of what they probably saw in the media or they read in the papers or what it's a constant state of 
oh, this particular groups of people, ethnicities, like I me, I don't live my life waking up saying I am this of my color. I go out living in the living in the world, and this is personally for me, as a spiritual being having a human experience. I don't place a moniker on my life, or even bet better yet, monikers on my life and titles and live by labels as saying this is a, I go about my life. I know who I am. I know what I need to do in life. I know what I need to pursue and go after, both personally and professionally. And most often the case, when we go into the world, if that's a thought or thoughts that pass through anybody's mind that as we pass each other on the streets, no matter where we are in the world, uh, in the city or in the world, there is this blind thing that, yeah, that person's living their life, they possibly are know who they are and that's that's probably a passing thought that may be the most maybe the most one thing or the thing that probably passes through our mind and then goes that that person is living their life we don't know how what life they're living but they're living their life any any other assumptions about her is just, about it sorry about them or him or her it's unfounded because we don't know we really don't know but getting back to what I'm seeing, what I said to the beginning, I live in a paranoid society where I've noticed it in my personal experience where it's effect, it has affected me, where I see it with other people. But what's interesting, I've seen people ramp it up and take that intrusion of like where they get annoyed by someone doing something that's completely unfounded and like... Why are you doing this? Are you stereotyping me? Like, what's wrong with you? And they get into fisticuffs with these people. And and it's like, these people had a choice to be better than what their choice they could have made before they reacted. And what's interesting is that they could have been better for them in that moment. Knowing that they, they're going to be, themselves in the next day is going to be better than how they are in that present state that they acted hostile to each other. Yes, life has to show that to us. It's constantly always good. Or if we have that high awareness to be in that co-creation process of being aware of it in that moment where life doesn't in itself have to show it to us, we end up getting it and life doesn't have, finds us other ways to teach us other things. But that being said, <clears throat> what is wrong? What is wrong with our world? What is wrong with our societies? And like I said, there's times paranoia is justified when it comes to harm to our own person. If people are trying to do harm to us, we have to protect ourselves. Now that's up to us, depending on what is protection. I don't I don't condone violence. I it's it's just flat out. I don't condone violence. Whether it's harm that someone inflicted upon you, you need to do it in revenge because that's the best medicine you may think it is. I, I, I am not going to tell you anybody what they should do in terms of uh, how to counter that affliction. That is up to them. You will figure it out. If you're wise, you're mindful, you will figure it out. Options will be presented to you, whether you it's in self-knowledge or it's by in serendipitous nature or coincidence, whatever you believe in those two, that it will come into your life.
be open to it as my suggestion and use whatever those options that are presented before you what would be best for you but the society that we live or the society sorry that i live in or the societies that you may live in whoever's list whoever's listening to this you will notice there's a great state of paranoia that's been building and building and building in our societies and often at times you will look at it in your own space of time and find that depth of truth and realize that yes it's at times warranted and at times not warranted so we have to move forward we have to like if we're supposed to connect if we're supposed to connect with other human beings have this um, be in this unified state and not always reach to oh well violence with more violence inciting violence so violence and that you know or you know because often at times when it's benevolence there's always this worry of like I've said in so many times in my previous podcasts, it's like this worry, like the state of worry that other people have. What is the catch? Like, why you did this for me? Like, and, I, and often the cases, like they do it. I find in my personal experience that people often do this very quickly with me. Like they have to return something to me quickly. You don't. You do not. Do it when the person least expects it. Least, and, and you have, in the most sense, have least planned it. Like you're not thinking about it, but it's like, you know, like you're not ready to, to do it the next week because I don't want to have anything owed to them. There's, there's already been a lot in, in, uh, in terms of being in debt to other people because you've made investments to other people and it's always going to go back and forth, ebbs and flows until the relationship will cease to exist, right? Whether one party passes away naturally or the other as well, vice versa, or it the relationship severs because both parties naturally moved on. They've grown apart from each other. Whatever it may be. Um, yeah, but when it comes to the un the you know the not justified paranoia when you know they're just looking if you're the sake of you. Yeah, we can get by once in a while to ignore it. But when it's invading our space and it's unwarranted and they constantly do it, we at times, when you will judge it and you will be aware when it is warranted to call them out. When you're calling them out, you're making them aware that their actions is inappropriate because you are making them, no, sorry. Well, basically, basically when you're doing that, you're putting them on notice to let them know that, hey, in your mind, you know this to yourself, and you're obviously, depending on you, whether you say it to them or not, uh, good on you if, you if you have the confidence to do it, but you're putting them on notice to let them know in those small amount of times that you're able to do this with people, that, hey, you can't do this because you have nothing to worry about because you don't know me and I don't know you. And I said, you'll construct it in the way, in the best to articulate it to the person, of course, without, you know, hopefully enough, it's de-escalating the situation, of course, not in not fueling the fire um, that doesn't need to be uh, to be ignited even higher than than what the person had started off with the instigator but what I'm saying is that is that basically you're putting them on notice and you're diffusing you're de-escalating the situation to like 
by saying like, hey, focus on what you're doing. You're an adult. You know, you're not focusing on the lineup. Like, you know, like pay attention to what's ahead of you. Be mindful of it. And often at times, I mean, when I have done it, when I've had to do it, when I really had to do it, they take notice and then they rein back and and at times they actually had to apologize and say, oh, no, it's not that. It's just I was just worried about my partner. When in fact, when I've seen them come into the store, they didn't come with anybody. How strange is that? Or they were, they were rethinking about something that they were going to get, but they made no other motions to actually, in the time when they had the space to do it, they don't do it. But if they do do it um, and rethink it, they're like scanning, looking at me, and then like, okay, and then it's like they give themselves a breath, a, a, a birth of space, a breath of space with them to contain themselves, and then a, a birth of space to basically assess, okay, I'm going to leave the line, and you can sense it, they're going to leave the line, go through the, the, the lineup that's already been made that's behind me, and cut through that, and then go to it just to avoid a person they have no idea who, who I am, how I am, what I truly think, and like I said, not even in a hundred years you would ever know me truly as a person. Maybe, my, obviously my pattern of behavior, but that's just stereotype, that is a stereotype. You never really know the core of a person, not even not in a lifetime, because because <laughs> it's always a mystery. It's always a mystery of like, what were they thinking? Like, not what were they thinking in that moment. It was like there was a lot they didn't say in life, and I thought I did know, and and I end up not knowing this. And that's always the case throughout life with people that we we think we really have the dime on them, like we actually really, really know them, when in fact we don't. We know their pattern of behavior. And when it shifts and change, we end, up find, we end up realizing that we don't know them as well as we thought we did. Pattern of behavior is what we are systematically, internally aware of in, in a person's condition. But who they truly are within and what they don't vocalize so much about, we cannot assume we know all about them because there's a reason why they don't say a lot or they don't talk much about a lot of things because it's personal it's personable it's it's personally meant for them and not for anybody else whether family friends acquaintances work there's a reason why we have privacy so that being said it's interesting that the paranoia that i speak of in the society that i live in it's ridiculous at times, going on laughable, and I mean laughable of like it's a shame that as we as adults and you experience it, experience the situation that I do, like myself, and it's in your own reality of perception that you get that. Yeah, when it comes to those small times, those very microscopic small times call these people out because what is going to happen is that you're putting them on notice you're not inciting violence towards this person you were just putting them on notice and letting them know hey like are you waiting for somebody like um like uh, like the lines ahead of you it's like or better yet if you need to go a little bit farther 
again, making sure that you're not escalating and you're de-escalating even further with the party that's doing this or projecting this towards you is that, hey, the, the life is short. And I'm not saying this is a cliche, but basically, hey, what you're doing, life is too short for this. Let's like, it's like you have nothing to worry about with me. Like, focus on where you are. Like, okay, life is too short for this nonsense. Like, come on. And I have to say this. Um, I did experience what I just said uh, a couple of weeks. Actually, yeah, a couple of weeks. Well, two and a half weeks ago when um, I went to a movie theater. And I was going to go see um, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King Extended Edition. And that was part of a flashback films uh, series, basically, that Cineplex was hosting in uh, the downtown core of Young and Dundas. And, yeah, there was this kid who might have been 17 years old, and he was making it so apparent to be looking back. And I no didn't notice that he had a twin brother with him, but his and I thought it was his friend, but he left, and the other brother was standing in line with me. And he was, like, glancing over, looking at my head, and, like, looking past, and, like, looking. And I'm like, okay, fine. It's like, I didn't think anything of it. But it was, it was interesting. He was making so apparent, so he'll keep looking at me as if I had done something to him. When, in fact, I had to call him out because it was getting annoying to me. Because it was, like, I was thinking to myself, this kid's got to stop. This is just stupidness. This is really stupid what he's doing. So I said to the kid, hey, you know what? Relax. And you don't have nothing to worry about me. Focus on where you're at, okay? And he ends up saying, oh, no, no, I was just looking, I was just waiting for, you know, uh, a friend of mine or so. But when, in fact, it was actually his brother. I don't know why he was saying that to me. He was, I think he was kind of a little anxious in the moment when he said that to me. But that being said, I told him after he, he had said those words, I said to him, like, hey, relax. You have nothing to worry about about me. You have nothing to worry about. Focus on where you are at. Life is too short for that nonsense what you, to what you're doing. And then he said to me, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're right. And after that, he acted normal in the sense of I can only perceive it as being where he was not looking back anymore or even worried. He just went about his business, waiting in line, waiting to get his ticket to purchase for, his, for himself and his brother. And he went on his way. That is what I'm talking about. At times, you have to, when you see it so apparent and they're invading your space and it's and you see it as being so nonsensical to not only them, but to yourself. When it comes to those little microscopic pocket of moments, small moments, you've got to call people up because you are ha you're going to have to de-escalate the situation because they're not going to do it for themselves. You're putting them on a notice and you... And like I said, I know it will be different for other people, but I, what I understand through the human condition, and like I said, it's just a passing of experience, and I'm saying this as a suggestion to all who is listening to this, is that often enough, it will not escalate to a violent state. Any sensible person that you possibly will be dealing with will realize they're in the wrong in what they're doing, and they will simmer down, and they will move on normally as if this situation didn't even happen. But you will be mindful of the cases like, wow, <laughs> this never needed to happen at all, but it happened. You know, and it lesson learned. Lesson learned is just the fact is this is unfortunately the failure of the human condition. The human condition has so much potential that is unrealized 
in our species yet to be manif has yet to manifest yes to have to yet to have manifestations but we but we as a species take a huge leap forward but then when it comes to these these things that we should be a little bit more masterful with we take a big 10 large step back so it's no wonder that people are crying out and saying, how come we can't move forward? We keep having these situations and when it comes to people. We've already answered the questions. Why? It's all about actually practicing it by putting it, invoking it into use. When it becomes that, and we naturally do it, and it's because it's not covering up a another habit over another. It's a fact is we always we've had this power within us. It, it's an innate, it's in us all. But yet many of us, and I say by life experience, we don't choose to do it. We just don't. Just choose to believe we we progress, but we we regress. How are we going to improve if we don't just keep, if we don't just focus on keeping moving forward instead of tethering to the things that we complain about? It's like, oh, it's, uh, it's not going to change. Oh, it's just like, there's a point, there, you know, there's a saying. I absolutely believe it because I hold to it myself. And I don't know anybody out there that's listening to this is beholden to that as well. There's going to be a point you're going to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. If you're sick and tired of what constantly has been happening throughout the human condition in our lifetime, that has been happening in past lifetimes, in other centuries of other people that we won't get to know. And if we can think forward of people who have yet to live, who may be still, who may experience what we are experiencing in this present time the same human condition behaviors that we had hoped in our lifetime would change so future generations will not have to experience so much and think oh well we take we took a large jump back in our society and we didn't learn anything from that even previous society the generations or so like i mean uh, and yes, it's one man rambling, but I mean, like, it's just strange. So that being said, yes, as I said in the beginning, I do live in a society that's full of paranoia, is paranoid. There are societies out there that has paranoia that might be completely and just fully justifiable. And, there, and there's probably not an area of not being justified. Where, actually, let me correct that. It's probably completely justified, and there's not even space to where it's like, oh, it's just nonsensical, it's just not, you know. Granted, who's to say that that society doesn't exist? I believe it does. But what I know from the society that I live in, it's strange that basically that I would like to change to be about there are people out there that says they want the change bill but this is not a cry of desperation of like oh please 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 let it happen it's innate it's always been within us 
But like I said, when it comes to those microscopic small moments when it's invading your space and you see it doing harm to them and they're just doing it because they're basic enough and they're put and they think they could put you in the box. But when they see their power towards you and it's based off completely in the state of fear, you have to call people out when in those small moments it is necessary instead of like always brushing it off as being all ignore, ignore. Ignoring can only get you so far. But when it comes to a time and you recognize this being that is intruding your space and that unwarranted fear from that party is being projected, projected towards you, you need to save these people. And I'm not saying being Superman or Supergirl. Like, you need to save these people from the nonsense that they're doing in that moment to not ruin any future experience you're having within that space you're going to be experiencing because it's it's ridiculous life is too short for that nonsense us as people as adults yes we have life experiences experiences that make us jaded and cynical but through all that jaded state and and in that cynical me uh mindset that we we have it builds life experiences and it reinforces and it redefines how we should be looking at life in a more wiser state manner so when a small pocket of moments come around is my suggestion to you when it does happen and it's intruding your space and it's doing harm to these people you know what if you have it and it's there just you know and to, and you know you and your me and your and your true core intention is really to de-escalate what that person is manifesting to experience to make you to bring you into experience well de-escalate it suggest to them you know hey you gotta not worry what you're doing is wrong you know whatever way you can articulate best to say it to them to make it pleasant without sugarcoating it to them and and demeaning their intelligence and to not demean their intelligence is just basically hey you know what stop worrying about it focus on where you where you're headed you're here what you're doing life is too short for that nonsense come on seriously and one way or another they will understand or not understand Often enough, I find in my experience, they do understand. But that, like I said, that's very small moments of time that it does happen to me where I see it's just going border on, borderline ridiculous. And you have to call up people on that because you can't let them get away with it because they're, they're doing something that's really ridiculous and it's in, a, in your space and you feel like, it, yeah, and you will sense a prick of being uncomfortable because it's like, this is not necessary. So if you need to, in those small pockets, microscopic points of time, then do it as my suggestion. You won't always do it always, but when it does come to a time to doing that, de-escalate it is my suggestion. Kill that paranoia when it's un completely unwarranted by that party that's projecting it to you where it's completely unfounded and it's not necessary. So, remember, life is short. 
always live it to the fullest.